maybe I'm a Rowan fan. Maybe I'm a future Rowan player. I don't know. Welcome to another off-season edition of the D3 Datacast. Here we have a very special episode, something we've been planning for, because Matt, as you know, we are all about making dreams come true here at the D3 Datacast. In this case, we're making one of your literal dreams come true, and that is the 2022-2023 D3 Hoops trading cards. Tell us a little bit more about how that came about, Matt, and then we'll get into the first couple packs. Yeah, coming off the heels of the Final Four, a tremendous end of the season. Um, I was, you know, thinking about D3 hoops, thinking about a great season we just had. And I literally had a dream about how cool it would be to have Division Three basketball trading cards. And so I woke up one morning and I made a few just funny cards and I tweeted them out. And then we had a conversation together that said, what if we made a full set of about 500 cards from the season? Uh, one featuring every team, some special moments from the season, some uh, different people, members of the community. And so we've done just that, Zach. We've created a full set of trading cards like you might see from Topps Major League Baseball cards or something like that. And uh, we've divided a whole set into uh, like 12 card packs. We've made a random number generator to fill those packs. And we're going to open packs. We're going to do like a let's remember some guys. Let's remember some teams. Let's remember some moments of D3 hoops. And we're going to sprinkle them out uh, in through the summer here, I think. Um, and so I'm excited to share some of these cards and they'll be silly and they'll be fun and we'll feature every team in division three. And what do you think about that, Zach? It sounds awesome. Let's just get into pack number one. All right. So let's transition over here. Like I said, we made, we designed a full card set and I think Zach, you made a random number generator to fill a bunch of packs, 12 cards per pack. We're going to open three. Uh, so we'll just roll right into it here. Uh, first card here, it's a team base card, Plattsburgh State Cardinals, Plattsburgh State, of course, from the SUNYAC, and they reside in New York, a great league out there in New York State, a bunch of the state University of New York schools. Uh, so Plattsburgh State is our first team. Rolling on through like um, another SUNYAC team. It's all random, but we get two SUNYAC back to back. It's Fredonia Blue Devils, also from New York State. Uh, Fredonia uh, hanging in there. Our second team base card coming up for the pack. Yo, Matt, I, it occurred to me here, we uh, started rolling out our shows on Spotify and other podcasting platforms here. This is definitely a visual type episode. So if you are catching this on one of those audio-only podcasting apps, definitely want you to hit the hit the YouTube on this one because you're going to want to be seeing what we came up with here. This, this is one, this is... Uh, Definitely a a visual episode. Despite our ugly faces, there's some uh, some beauty to be seen here. Yeah, definitely hit the follow on Spotify. Uh, listen to this on Spotify if you want, but jump over to YouTube for the visuals because you're going to see the cards. Uh, we're, we're rolling in through our third card here, Aurora Spartans. Zach, what is your greatest memory from Aurora's gym? My greatest memory from Aurora's gym would be uh, going there during the tournament can't remember exactly what year it was. Um, I think we were there twice, actually. We were there we twice. Met. Yep, yep. Okay. Well, in particular, I remember uh, one game against Aurora, and the gym was packed, except it was not with mostly people from Aurora. They were on spring break. Their students were not there. Uh, Chicagoland has a, a good Kelvin base, and um, those people showed out, filled the gym. It was like a home game for Kelvin and a road game for Aurora. It was one of those matchups where... It, it kind of in the older days of bracketing, you know, Aurora got the home 
matchup. But I think for people who followed it a little more closely, Calvin was probably the favorite team, had that home court atmosphere in their gym and got the W. Yeah, that was 2005. Um, a couple of years later, 2007, Calvin also played at Aurora. Um, and then the second round was one of those Calvin versus Hope matchups because both had won, won their first round. So it was a Calvin versus Hope game in Aurora's gym, uh, 50-50 for the Knights and the Dutchmen. That was the fifth time the two teams had met that season. Uh, so that was another, a, a second memory of Calvin uh, NCAA tournament in Aurora's gym. Uh, but this isn't about Calvin. This is about the Aurora Spartans. They're our third team here. And I uh, hope you enjoy that card, uh, Aurora fans out there. Uh, next one is our first insert series, the National Committee. This is Doc Esslinger. Special card. What, what do you know about Doc? Doc is the Region 10 representative on the National Committee. Uh, so this here is one of, uh, you know, we looked at a couple of the team base cards. This is one of our special insert sets here, the National Committee. And uh, so we get the Region 10 representative, Doc Esslinger. Shouts to Doc. And we should call out, these are the 2023 cards. So teams and conferences might be shifting going into 2024. Um, national committee members might be changing over for 2024. Uh, I don't know Doc's status for next year. Hopefully he's on the committee again. Um, got to see him in Fort Wayne. Um, so he was on the committee this past year. So shouts to the committee members, shouts to Doc. Getting the special insert yep. card there. And going back to teams, uh, NYU, the Violets get a card here. They were an NCAA tournament team last year in the first round. They had a great season. Unfortunately, they might have been um, the biggest first-round upset of the NCAA tournament, losing to Lancaster Bible this year. I don't know if we could officially call them the biggest team that got upset, but um, that they're right up there. Um, you know, I, I, I off the top of my head can't think of a bigger one. So unfortunately, NYU's season came to an abrupt end in the tournament, but they got there in a great year for the Violets. And if I'm remembering correctly, that robbed us of what was looking like a really good second round matchup between NYU and Mount Union, if yeah. memory serves correctly. Yeah. Um, on, our, on, on our show, we called up the all purple matchup there, but it didn't happen because Lancaster Bible uh, ruined it. So uh, congrats to them. Them. Yep. Uh, next up, we have Castleton. Castleton is from the Little East Conference out there in Vermont. Um, and they're getting some run here, green and white Spartans. So uh, shouts to Castleton. Uh, they were not a tournament team this past year, but um, hopefully good things ahead for Castleton. Another Spartans. And next we have Maine Maritime, the Mariners, uh, sporting those Seattle Mariners colors out there from the uh, you know, early 90s, 80s, 90s, Ken Griffey Jr., uh, Maine Maritime, of course, is from Maine, and they're in the North Atlantic Conference, the NAC. Good-looking colors. Next up, we're going down to Region 10. Trinity, Texas gets a base card, the Tigers. Uh, they're, of course, in Texas, and they're in the SCAC, the SCAC, uh, Southern Collegiate Athletic Conference, Trinity Tigers. Another team card here, William Patterson, the Pioneers out of the NJAC. The New Jersey Athletic Conference. I believe they're all New Jersey public schools. Uh, I'm not actually sure if that's correct, but that's what sticks in my mind. So William Patterson here from New Jersey uh, getting a card here. That's a nice little one, some action, a little, little jump going on there. Almost looks like the Air Jordan logo. Pat. Yeah. It does. That's the D3 jump man right there. Yeah, that's a good one. I like it. All right, a nice team huddle card here. Pitt Greensburg, the Bobcats, out here in Region 7 uh, from the AMCC. 
Uh, they're out in the state of Pennsylvania, though, so not super close to you and I, Zach, but Pitt Greensburg, uh, Region 7, so we got mad, mad respect for them uh, coming out of the AMCC. Yeah, Region 7 gets a little spread out. I think it may be a little bit more than some people might realize. Yeah, it goes from Indiana, Michigan, all the way out into Pennsylvania, so it uh, can be kind of big. Uh, next up, we have another insert card. We have a Relic insert card Ooh. here, Zach. The D3 Threads series. Here's SJ Tannenbaum, uh, also known as at Sideline Suits. Um, he is a great member of the D3 Hoops community. Uh, he serves as a sideline reporter for Max Live, the great Max Live broadcast. And he's, I think, the best dressed man in Division Three. I think that's almost official. So we've got the Relic card with a little swatch. We actually stole a little swatch of his sport coat. And we made it into, put it into this card here. So that's a special one. You know, if you happen to oh, open yeah. an SJ Tannenbaum, that's a great one. Get a little bit of that tweed fabric in there. That feels nice. Oh, yeah. And and fans of trading cards know that those relic cards go for high dollar yeah. on eBay. I would expect this one no different. Uh, you know, this is this is good representation here from the Max Live crew. You know, not a crew that always is known for, you know, being uh, fashion forward. But uh, SJ Tannenbaum representing here, great look, and uh, you know, glad we could clip a little piece here for the relic card. I only wish that I could dress half as, half as well as SJ Tannenbaum. I tried. You saw me wear a sport coat both nights at the Final Four. Um, so, but usually in a, at a game, I'm just in a hoodie. Usually. Yeah, I thought we came to a common understanding that it was going to be Saturday only for the jacket, but I, I, you had, know. To, I had to bring two. All right, our last card in the pack is another team-based card, Maranatha, Maranatha Baptist, the Sabercats. They are an independent. We don't have very many independents in Division Three, but they are independent. Uh, they're out of the state of Wisconsin. I think maybe kind of halfway-ish between Madison and Milwaukee is where Maranatha Baptist is. Um, they tend to play a lot of non-Division Three games in their schedule in addition to some Division Three games, but they play a lot of you know Bible college-type schools um, in the... I think they may be dual affiliated with the NCCAA, the National Christian College Association. So they mix in some of those games as well. Um, so maybe they don't always play a full Division Three schedule like we'd like to see teams do. A couple things for me on this one. First of all, you said maybe halfway up, you know, Wisconsin there. You know, we can uh, shout out here Greek Tragedy from the D3 boards who did a road trip to every single D3 gym in Wisconsin. So... Yeah. Uh, he knows for sure. Also, I want to go highlight the name there, Sabercats. That's a that's an underrated D3 Hoops nickname right there, yeah. I think. Yeah, I, I don't remember the entire list, but they might be the only Sabercats uh, out there. Who knows? And definitely shouts to Greek Tragedy. It was fun to follow his Twitter account as he posted his pictures through his journey through all of the Wisconsin gyms. In my opinion, a sneaky large amount of Wisconsin D3 schools. You know, we only have... Uh, eight, well, now seven, because Finlandia up in the UP is closing in Michigan. There are a bunch in um, Wisconsin. Lots of different conferences represented, too, not just the WIAC. You know, there's some Northern Athletics teams in there. I think there's some Midwest Conference teams. There's some UMAC teams um, independent here. So there's a bunch of Division Three basketball in Wisconsin. So shouts to them. So, Zach, I think that wraps up the first pack. So we're going to open two more packs today. So we're going to roll right into uh, the second one here. Uh, our next card, team-based Muhlenberg Mules. They're out of the Centennial Conference in uh, Pennsylvania. They had some good wins this last year. Uh, not quite yep. up to the Johns Hopkins, Swarthmore, um, 
uh, level of the Centennial Conference. I mean, few teams were. Swarthmore was a Final Four team. Uh, but Muhlenberg was, you know, a, a, a very good team this year in that conference. Uh, so, so looking forward to what they do in the future. Yep, not quite at like you mentioned with that Johns Hopkins Swarthmore level, you know, uh, throughout the whole season. But as we saw on a given night, they can definitely play yep. with those teams at the top. And, and, and uh, yeah. yep, exactly. All right, next up, we're going to Plymouth State. The Panthers, uh, they're all out of the Little East Conference. I think we had an, a Little East team in the first pack, and they're in the state of New Hampshire. So, uh, shouts to the small states out there, New Hampshire. Uh, some good D3 basketball up there in the Little East Conference. Uh, up next, uh, Eastern Mennonite, the Royals out of the ODAC in the state of Virginia. Uh, Zach, I've got a fun fact for you um, about Eastern Mennonite. This comes from a Ryan Scott tweet that I he in like the last year or so. But the current president of Somalia, I believe, studied at Eastern Mennonite. They have like a summer program of like a peace and mediation and they have like graduate programs in that and he participated in one of those uh so i think that's very interesting the president of somalia studied at d3 school eastern mennonite yeah well i'm just impressed that you're keeping track of a year's worth of ryan scott tweets uh and also you know what when i think of the mennonite community somalia is what comes to mind yeah. oh, immediately yeah. that's that's what makes it so interesting uh next up sol ross state the lobos uh, out of the ASC in Texas, not just Texas, though. We think of Texas as an island uh, state in an island region, Region 10. But Sol Ross State is You're in like Alpine, there, Texas. Texas. They are in like nowhere western, probably like southwestern Texas. Um, they're probably closer to like the Mexican border than they are to any of the other major Texas cities that you know about, like San Antonio or obviously Dallas or whatever. Um, so, yeah, very, very far out there for Sol Ross State. Might not be in Division Three for that much longer. They have Division Two talks going on in their administration. So we'll see what uh, happens with Sol Ross in the future. Yeah, middle of nowhere. It was fun to hear a couple stories from Cliff Carroll in Fort Wayne about the, his time when he was coach at Sol Ross and they made the tournament and, and uh, the adventures they had uh, traveling there and back. Yeah, no airports with it, however many hundreds of miles or whatever. All right. Uh, another insert, insert card going on. Our first one from the Content Kings series. Zach, this is Pat Coleman, enterprising D3 Datacast. Uh, viewers will recognize him from last episode. We had Pat Coleman on to talk about the D3 Hoops Classic in Las Vegas, amongst some of his other experiences with uh, D3Hoops.com and D3Sports.com. This picture, I believe, is him interviewing someone in Las Vegas. So if you haven't checked out that episode, definitely hear our conversation with Pat Coleman. He's the editor-in-chief or executive editor, maybe, of D3Sports, uh, which includes D3Hoops.com, the uh, biggest uh, um, media entity out there covering Division Three basketball. So major shouts to Pat, major shouts to the entire crew at D3Hoops.com. Uh, we couldn't do it without you guys. Next up, a team-based card, Ohio Northern, the Polar Bears out of the OAC. Ohio Northern actually in the state of Ohio, Zach. I didn't know if you knew that. Yes. And directly I did know that. sort of in the northern part. Yeah, you know, kind of kind of western, northwestern. Yeah. We'll go with northern. Yeah. Eight Ohio. Shouts to the Polar Bears. Uh, not not 
Yeah, not a traditional roaming area of actual polar bears, however. No, they are not uh, indigenous to Ohio, I do not believe. All right, next up is another insert set, our first card of the major moments set. Zach, this was a major moment. Unfortunately, this was not Huge. the greatest moment. Uh, is the Hoopsville crew, of which I participated in, 19 out of 20 correct on Pool C. We failed yet again to nail all 20. Bunch of dejected looks on the faces there. We're going to try again next year, hopefully. 19 out of 20, not bad, but wasn't perfect. We wanted perfect. I think I think we didn't pick Utica to make the NCAA tournament. I think we had maybe UW Lacrosse in the last spot. Lacrosse was out. Utica was in uh, in some order. I think maybe that was what happened. Um, myself, Ryan Scott, Bob Quillman, Drew Pasteur, Dave McHugh, and on that part of the call was Pat Coleman. Didn't quite get there, unfortunately, maybe next year. Maybe next year, but I think if we look at the last two years in totality, what we need to have happen for next year is for Utica to just not even be yeah. in the mix for one of those final spots. Win the Pool A, guys. Last year, we picked you in and you were out. This year, we picked you out and you were in, I think, or maybe that was backwards. One of those. No, they were in this year. So yeah, uh, just win the Pool A and then it won't come down to our Utica pick screwing us up. Yeah, we won't tell them just to go 500, but that would no, be another no, solution. They'll get in. You just got to win the pool, guys. All right, next up, the Rosemont Ravens in a team base set. Rosemont in the CSAC, the Colonial States Athletic Conference um, in Pennsylvania. I will admit, Zach, Rosemont is one of those teams that I can't peg. I usually, when I when I see a team name, you know, there's like 400 and what, 20-ish teams in Division Three, so there's a lot to keep track of. I can usually remember like what region a team's in. Rosemont, I had to click like one, two, three, four, five, because I couldn't remember exactly where they were. So that's my bad. That's on me. But I learned a little bit about Rosemont today uh, when we put this slide together. They're in Pennsylvania. They are in the CSAC. Okay. So Rosemont Ravens. Shouts the Ravens. Yeah. Rosemont is one of those names where it sounds like it could be anywhere. You know, hey, that could be, you know, like greater Minneapolis, could be uh, greater Chicago. Yeah, who knows? Hard to keep track. Yep. But yes, thank you for setting us all straight. Also, yeah. hey, shouts to uh, you know the alliter the alliteration Rosemont Ravens got yeah. the RR going. That's always always a popular pick. I love some alliteration. Next up on the team base set, Zach, we love the Dutchman. Not really, but this is the Union Dutchman, so we like these guys. Um, these ones are fine. Union is in the Liberty League uh, in New York State, uh, so the, yeah, these guys are these guys are good. Um, so. Uh, yeah, shouts to Union, um, representing some tolerable forms of Dutchman um, out there. So that's good. And next up, our last card of the second pack. We just talked about them. It's the Utica Pioneers. They did make the tournament this year, even though we picked them in Hoopsville to be out. And they won a game. They got to the second round. So congratulations to the Pioneers of Utica. Um, they are in the Empire 8 League, and they are in New York State. That's funny. The Utica card was in the same pack as the uh, Hoopsville moment. As the Hoopsville, yes. And actually, I was wrong, yeah. Zach. I, I miscounted. We have another one. Uh, we're here with Defiance, the Yellow Jackets, uh, not too far um, in proximity from Ohio Northern. They're in Ohio as well, um, kind of that Northwest Ohio zone. Defiance, Yellow Jacket, former member of the MIAA from two more than two decades ago, uh, currently a member of the Heartland Conference, uh, HCAC. Uh, so the Defiance, Yellow Jackets out of Ohio.
All right, we're at uh, York, Pennsylvania, the Spartans. Um, they're obviously in Pennsylvania. Zach, what's your favorite York, Pennsylvania D3 basketball moment? Without a doubt, it is 2005, Final Four, Kelvin destroying YCP in the third place game. Kelvin came third place. Yep. Uh, the third place game, unfortunately, does not happen anymore in Division Three basketball. Uh, been sort of replaced by the D3 All-Star game. Uh, people, you know, Take it, take it or leave it. I, I enjoyed, as a student, traveling to the Final Four in 2005. I enjoyed being able to watch Calvin play a second game. Unfortunately, they lost to Rochester. Uh, but yeah, York, Pennsylvania also was in the Final Four the last time Calvin was in the Final Four. So that was the only time I've gotten to see them in person. All right, so which one makes it back first? Uh, Calvin. Okay, I, I majorly miscounted. I was like three cards off. So that was the end of Pack 2, and now we're going on to Pack 3. Uh, here, our last set of 12 cards uh, rolling up now is Montclair State, an NCAA tournament from last year, the Red Hawks from the NJAC, the New Jersey Athletic Conference. Uh, really good season for them. They had really good numbers. Uh, got into the tournament as a Pool C, right? I think they were the Pool C in the NJAC. And um, uh, unfortunately, lost in the first round, but three teams out of the NJAC. That was a strong league this year. So um, good on you, Montclair State. Yep, great year at the top of the NJAC. Next up is the Bellhaven Blazers. They're in the Collegiate Conference of the South. Uh, a new league, I think, this last year. So they're in the waiting period before they can get a automatic berth. So they're kind of in that Pool B mix. Unfortunately, we don't have enough total teams to get a Pool B bid. So the CCS, I think, is waiting a little bit here. Um, but Bellhaven, uh, they're in the state of Mississippi. So kind of down in the southeastern part of the United States. Uh, not a lot of D3 representation in Mississippi. We've got a couple of teams. Bellhaven is one of them. Yeah, I believe it's one more year that uh, the conference is waiting for their pool A. Yep, and then I think they'll get, get one the following year. Uh, next up out of the UMAC is Bethany Lutheran. They had a very nice season. Um, they were in the regional, in and around the regional rankings. Gosh, man, I spent so much time doing that kind of stuff, and now I've forgotten exactly who was in and who was out. Uh, but Bethany Lutheran was in that mix in Region 9, um, and they made the NCAA tournament. They were the UMAC champs, um, so uh, credit to Bethany Lutheran. They had a very nice season. Yeah, credit to them. And, you know, the UMAC used to be kind of a first-round punching bag once you got to the national tournament, but um, that's not necessarily the case anymore. Bethany's had some uh, some good teams. For sure. Next up, an insert card, our first unsung heroes. This is Mitch Blankespor, the Wilmington Director of Athletic Communications, also a Calvin grad, Zach. Uh, so credit to all the stuff that uh, Mitch does as a great supporter of Division Three basketball and really all the uh, directors of athletic communication, sports information directors, uh, athletic communication offices, all the work that they do to get information into our hands, disseminated uh, websites, updated schedules, statistics, all the stuff that goes into it. I'm sure it's way more than I even know, uh, but but it's great people like Mitch that keep um, kind of the information available to to Division Three basketball fans, to sites like D3Hoops.com, et cetera. So um, they don't always get a lot of credit. So we wanted to make a card set kind of highlighting these folks. Uh, and the first one up here is Mitch. Yeah, and uh, people who maybe grew up collecting baseball cards might recognize this. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of proud about this design. This was one that I uh, 
I took the lead on and uh, drew some inspiration from a classic baseball card set. So uh, there's a little little nod there if you're a an old time baseball card collector. Yeah, ninety one Fleer, I believe, was the set that this was. I believe so. Ninety one, ninety two, something like that. Uh, next up, another NCAA tournament team, Case Western Reserve. The Spartans uh, were one of the top teams in Region 7 um, out of the UAA, a strong league, the strongest conference in Division 3 last year, I think. They had a bunch of teams in the mix of the regional rankings, a bunch of teams into the tournament. Unfortunately, none of them made it past the second round, which people are tired of me talking about. Uh, but Case, they, they were, uh, I think they were against UW-Whitewater. Was that was that, that game? Um, yeah. I have my... My, my bracket still pinned to my bulletin board here. Uh, but yeah, they had a great season. They're a great team. Uh, could have easily advanced uh, if things had gone just a little bit differently at the end of the game. Uh, but K- Case Western Reserve Spartans, they've really built a strong program. I think they used to be maybe one of the kind of more bottom teams in the UAA. Uh, but they've definitely changed the tide here in the last couple of seasons. Great things happening at Case. Next up, uh, Minnesota Morris out of the UMAC. We see another UMAC team uh, make the list here as a team base card. The Cougars, uh, the state of Minnesota here represented by Minnesota Morris. Good UMAC flavor in this set or this pack. Love the UMAC. Uh, Next up is a former D3 Hoops national champion, the Nebraska Wesleyan Prairie Wolves. They're obviously in the state of Nebraska, and they're in the American Rivers Conference, the ARC, the ARC, Nebraska Wesleyan. Part of that log jam at the top into the middle of the American Rivers Conference. Um, Couldn't ever really quite challenge up to the top but they were they were right in that in that group and what was a really deep you know top what six yeah that there wasn't really a lot separating those teams yeah one of the most interesting conferences in the country in that i think they were easily a top 10 conference as far as like average team rating uh but they didn't really have anyone who was consistently fighting for a top 25 spot they were just all really good but not quite top 25 so i think i i looked at massey ratings and if you looked at how they stacked up against the MIAA, it was like kind of like Calvin and Trine and then six or seven American Rivers teams. And then like, I think maybe Hope was in the middle there too. And then like Olivet and the rest of the MIAA was, was the bottom. So the MIAA was kind of like top and then bottom. And these were all like really good teams. The whole conference would have finished like the top half of the MIAA. Yeah, a lot of good teams in the top 100, but they'd be like the second uh, the second 50 of that top 100. Yeah, which makes you a top 10 league. This is one of the top quarter uh, leagues of Division Three for sure. Uh, next up is Thomas, the Thomas Terriers. They're from Maine, um, and they're in the NAC as well. We saw a team in Pack 1 from the NAC, the North Atlantic Conference. Um, they, you know, teams from that far in the Northeast don't always get a ton of play nationally in D3 groups conversations, but we want to take some time to spotlight the Thomas Terriers here. Flying Terrier. Also a nice action shot there. That's great. Yeah, yeah good one. Uh, next up is William Peace out of the USA South Conference, uh, the USA South Athletic Conference, USAC. Uh, and they're in the state of North Carolina. So we got some North Carolina representation uh, coming here in the team base set from William Peace. The Pacers like it and then going back to back with william peace is pfeiffer the pfeiffer falcons 
they're also in the USA South, also from the state of North Carolina. So you get two teams. Um, I don't want to say next door to each other because I don't know my ge- geography of North Carolina very well, but two teams from the same neck of the woods when it comes to the national picture. And here we go, Zach, with another major moments card. We're going to turn back the clock with this one. We're going to go back 20 years ago to 2003 to celebrate Williams when they won a national championship. Uh, so we saw Christopher Newport this year 20 years ago. I think that was probably Salem, Virginia, where they were raising the walnut and bronze there. Williams, the Eves, congrats to them. Uh, remembering what it was like to win that championship 20 years ago. I believe they won one since then. But again, a nice even, even chunk of years, 20 years to look back and see Williams. the last time they played someone oh wait sorry sorry did i say that (laughs) and here i think this might be our last card zach the covenant scots from lookout mountain georgia they're in the collegiate conference of the south we talked about them with Bellhaven uh earlier in this pack but covenant scots um pretty good team um in a what's going to be a pretty good conference now that they've kind of formed for their first year we're going to look at big things from the ccs going forward you know, Scott's a surprisingly common nickname in Division Three. Yeah. I didn't realize the Scots had such a wide territorial uh, uh, claim here as as uh, as they've come to the United States. But apparently, that's the case because you know you get them all the way from the north into the south. Yeah, Logan Roy would for sure be uh, proud. There's the Worcester Scots. There's the Elmo Scots. There's the Covenant Scots. So we definitely have a lot of Scots. Maryville Scots. Yeah, Maryville Scots. Yeah, there's 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 even more. Uh, so yeah, I guess you can kind of go Michigan, Ohio, Tennessee, Georgia, and there's kind of Scots all the way down. So if you only want to like take rest stop breaks at schools with the name Scots, you could probably drive, you know, from Michigan all the way to Florida and, you know, just plan out your route and breaks there. Uh, probably don't do that though. Well, Zach, that was the end of the third pack. So I, that was kind of fun to remember some teams, remember a little bit of the season past. Uh, I had fun putting some of those together. Uh, to, you know, hopefully we'll we'll be back with more episodes of these, unless people say this was terrible. Don't ever do it again. Um, we don't want to remember some guys. Then maybe we won't put the rest of the slides together. Uh, but yeah, we intend to release several more episodes just like this uh, throughout the summer, just to kind of whet your appetite for Division Three basketball. While we don't have any games to talk about, while we don't have much new data to cast about, Zach, um, I enjoyed putting these cards together. Uh, I don't know about you, but I think it was kind of fun to. Kind of just think about what the set might look like and kind of throw them together. It was fun uh, just to to put some numbers out there for everyone to understand. We've uh, we've put together a card list of over 500 cards in the set, and uh, obviously there's the team base cards, but then also some mini sets, some insert sets there. So you saw a few of them. Some of them haven't been highlighted yet, so there's still some more. Uh, out there that maybe we'll get into in the next few packs. We'll have to see how, what the random number generator comes out to. So a couple things. Leave a comment if you like this idea. Um, and then number two, have you ever had an actual dream involving uh, Division Three basketball? And uh, if you're comfortable sharing what that is, let, let us know as a, as a comment. Because I'm guessing a surprising number of Division Three basketball fans have had some sort of dream involving their Division Three fandom in some sort of way. I, I literally had another one last night. This was a weird one. Uh, I was playing for Rowan, and we were up 6-2 to two against a Division two, uh, One opponent. So, um, Oh, stop the count. Stop the count. Um, I, I made a dunk. So uh, maybe I'm a Rowan fan. Maybe I'm a future Rowan player. I don't know. 
Uh, but that was my. Dream I always last knew night. you. Yeah, I always knew you were you were all in on the end, Jack. Yeah, yeah. Um, make sure you are subscribed on YouTube. Make sure you follow along on Spotify or, or wherever you get your podcast. Uh, maybe we're not wherever you get your podcast, but we might be largely where you get your podcasts. Uh, so check us out there. Uh, this one, of course, was more of a visual one, as we said. So if you were listening to this and didn't understand anything we were talking about, come check us out on YouTube. Follow us there. You can follow us on Twitter at D3Datacast facebook.com slash d3datacast um we'll be back with more episodes uh we'll, we'll kind of maybe do every other i think is maybe the plans we'll be back with maybe a, mo uh, a more normal episode and then we'll open some more packs after that uh so just interested in keeping the conversation going here in the summer as we look forward to next november when games begin again all right good job team